And I spread a song so you can sing along With my special guest star or two You like to sing and dance And this podcast by chance Explores musicals for you everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me is a very special guest. He's an actor slash cosplayer slash model based out of Milwaukee. He's also a podcaster hosting Words of the Witches, and he's the co-host of Hanging with the Hollowells. It's Kevin Giese, everyone. Yay! Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, this Kevin- is exciting. <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much for stopping by. I mean, it sounds like you're very busy. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot. I do a lot of laying around too, which is also a part of my busy time because I need that in my life. But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're laying around is also like reading because like like this podcast, you're you're always working. <laughs> yeah, right. It's And it came up as a whim. Like a year ago, I wasn't even listening to podcasts. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. And now I'm just like, fully enveloped in the world and oh my goodness yeah so you picked dr horrible's sing-along blog i did (laughs) is there any reason why like i remember when it came out and i was just like all about it 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 was something that really matched my humor and matched you know it came up during the writer's strike so there wasn't much going on in terms of narratives and movies and tv and stuff so i'm like okay this is really fun and I, i was around i think i recently finished high school so I wasn't really doing any shows or theater anymore and I'm just kind of like I need something <laughs> to film it and it was it was perfect it came at a really good time and I really enjoyed it so plus you had you know um Nathan Villian singing <laughs> yeah <laughs> which doesn't happen <laughs> like <ever>. no <laughs> so technically Dr. Horrible sing-along blog is a tv series if you will i mean some people classify it as that yeah it's like a mini series the minis yeah but it wasn't but the fun fact is that it never aired on television right it's not it's it's not his initial one i think they did air it sometime after oh they did years later but I, I, I never, I never saw it on TV. I watched it on the website itself. I watched it, it came on YouTube. It came on the Dr. Horrible website and then they re released the DVD. So I think I watched it on Hulu the first time. Mm. Cause that's when Hulu was free back in yeah. the day. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Dr. Horrible uh, was written by, Marissa, oh crap, I'm going to fuck up this last name. I know, it's a name. <laughs> Marissa Tencheron, Jed Whedon, Zach Whedon, and Joss Whedon. Music and lyrics by Jed and Joss Whedon and Marissa. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to butcher your last name a second time. And it came out the week of July 15th, 2008. So it seems like uh, Act 1 was the 15th, Act 2 was the 17th, and Act 3 was the 19th. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, I'm reading right now. I'm I'm researching it with you. Uh, <laughs> television broadcast was October 9th, 2012. So it aired many years later on wow. TV. Wow. But it's funny because it actually won the primetime Emmy in 2009. Yeah. For outstanding special cast, even though it wasn't on TV. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now, while I was watching this, I had in my, the back of my mind that you are a cosplayer, and I've seen on your social media, you know, your different characters that you've played. Have mm-hmm. you played anyone from this movie? Or I never have, no. And I've seen them a lot, because I've gone to plenty of conventions, and I always see, like, Dr. Horrible, and I see the Captain Hammers. I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, and I get excited, but I've never actually done it myself. I had thoughts that, about it, but I never went through with them. It's not like it would be hard, but... who would you want to if you could oh i mean i probably do captain hammer even though i mean i'm definitely in much better shape than nathan fillion is (laughs) Um, (laughs) but uh yeah i don't know i i I thought it'd be fun i i'm the type of person that likes to do characters that are known but aren't done to death so i try to do something that's a little bit more off you know i think everyone's probably going to be doing dr horrible if they're going to do a cosplay from this so yeah, Captain Hammer is actually easier to pull off. <laughs> I mean, wear, you could, just wear a t-shirt. <laughs> you could gender reverse Penny. I could. I have done some gender bends in my past. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the way that this was broken down is that episode one is called Act One, which is obviously that's when you meet the characters and you get the sense of like the relationship, the longing from Horrible and Penny. And then Act Two everything go <laughs> act two is like the build up to the climax and then act three everything goes to shit yeah and horrible like <laughs> that ending so i don't think i've seen that i've watched this probably in like 10 years i'm not gonna yeah. lie wow. the last yeah. time. and i'm so lucky i have the dvd of it because if i were to buy it on oh good you do too great <laughs> If I were to buy it on Amazon, it, like to rent it, it would be the same price uh, as yeah. if you're buying the DVD. But thank you for making me watch this because I was just like, this isn't that bad. <laughs> I mean, I know all the all the things are resurfacing about Joss Whedon and blah, blah, blah. But if you disassociate the man from the work, mm-hmm. the work stands for itself. It's a love right a love triangle with superheroes and <laughs> you sing. I mean, it's it's everything you could want. <laughs> and right. in, in terms of what I kind of like and my humor, this is my kind of thing and it worked, worked really well. So it is sad about the Joss Whedon stuff right, right now, all the things that came to light. But I mean, he was successful for a reason. So yeah. Yeah, and it was really interesting that um, Neil Patrick Harris was the only one out of like the three that has that this was his intro to the Whedon verse, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me find a question that I have. Oh, were you a fan of? I, I know we're talking about Joss Whedon and all of like his stories coming out, but before then, did you watch his shows or like Buffy and Angel and all that? I, it's funny because like I was not a diehard Whedon person I knew of him and I knew some of his work but I still haven't finished Buffy all the way through I'm kind of watching it now which is surprising because I'm like this big charmed nut I know everything about charmed but Buffy I only kind of casually watched okay uh, so I'm I'm watching through now and I you know I, I knew about Firefly I didn't watch Firefly and I um I did like the Astonishing X-Men comic books though I read those <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then obviously his involvement in the MCU and all that. Right. Of course, all the Marvel stuff. So I, I knew all those, but I, I haven't been diehard. I've just kind of been like, I know Whedon and I like some of his stuff. So, you know. 
<laughs> well, so how far into Buffy are you? I finished first three seasons. Okay, so you know about the musical episode, right? Yes, and that is one that came up, you know, that one I watched a lot when it was new or when it, you know, had the reruns. I saw that one a lot and I knew that musical episode pretty well, but. <laughs> so wait a second, you watched the musical episode <laughs> and didn't watch the whole series? No, because I was, like I've seen episodes throughout the whole run, like randomly, you know. Okay. So I've never been like. Consistent. Sat down and watched from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, I know characters throughout and I know basic little plots that happen throughout but I, yeah this is the first time i'm watching it through so when the musical episode gets to i think that's in season five Six. from what i heard um i'll be i'll still be singing all the songs because i knew those by heart so <laughs> but it was great because like i know that on that episode on that episode joss had a heavy hand in writing the music and lyrics as well yeah and then you listen to this and it doesn't sound the same which is great well this one they were obviously going for shorter episodes and not so heavy on the songs there are 13 songs but like some of them are like a minute right some are very short maybe even less than that like that uh that carrying hand song is like what 30 seconds 30 seconds yeah yeah and that's the both parts (laughs) Mm -hmm. right (laughs) when you watch that episode of buffy there's like 12 songs in it and it's and it like runs the gamut of all of them yeah hello everyone future john here to come with a correction to past john he said that there were 12 songs in once more with feeling we should know better there were 18 we just did that episode now back to the show beautifully made this one was very specific to its Mm -hmm. oh (laughs) my phone vibrated (laughs) oh no this one was very specific to its own style and voice if you will i felt right right i can see that totally and uh you know you had had, like some of those rocking moments but you also had the nerdy moments and (laughs) do you think that that this would work as a stage show or like a longer movie like if they were to expand it to what was it? What's the runtime? Like 45 minutes? Something, yeah. If they, were, if they were to expand it to about two hours and add more stuff, or do you think that it just works as is? I mean, I, I think it definitely works as is, but I would love to see it extended too. I mean, I think there's more that you can flesh out. There's more more characters you can introduce, you know, um, more backstory. Uh, so, you know, maybe see how he, you know, when did he start this blog? You know, what made him decide to do that type of thing, mm. you know? Well, a few years ago, there was the Dr. Horrible's unofficial sing-along sequel, which was a fan-made video uh, still on YouTube to this day, where Dr. Horrible is challenged by Johnny Snow, who is kind of mentioned in the mm-hmm. in this one. But you see Johnny Snow and, and Horrible and Hammer have to like team up to take him down. And somehow Penny is back. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's great. If you get a chance, watch it. It's made it's made with love, obviously. You know, it's yeah, people who, people who are passionate it. about the yeah, but it's different because they're wait was there? I watched it last night and now I'm blanking. I can't remember if there was any of like the webcammy moments as there were 
in Dr. Horrible's. Um, but it was very interesting that you picked this still during the pandemic because <laughs> they originally were going to film it just via webcams. Right. And at the time, that was unheard of. And obviously these days- <laughs> Picture it now, yeah. <laughs> in, in these days, <laughs> and these days, that's how people get art out for <laughs> art's mm-hmm. sake. So you have the DVD, yes. right? For, in preparation for this, how far did you go into the DVD? Like, obviously you watched it, but did you like also watch special features and things like that? It's, I mean, I remember listening to commentary of the musical. I remember watching the commentary of the musical. Um, back when I first got this, when you know when they first came out, um, I can't I remember if I watched. I didn't realize commentary of the musical was a thing until. To, <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's commentary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing, and it's like all new songs. It's a whole sung through commentary. It's insane. Uh, nobody's Asian in the movies. Oh. Like, Asian in TV. It's 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 pretty fun. <laughs> that song, Marissa's song. Yeah, it hit home, especially with everything that's going on these days. And I was just like, that is still true, and it's unfortunate because mm-hmm. she was great in the movie. She was and- so good, even as even as just a little groupie. She was committed. I, I you know she has a beautiful voice. Um, anyway, I love watching her. I would love to see more. And she wasn't the only writer to make a cameo. Jed Whedon was <laughs> part of uh, Dead Horse, uh, Bad Horse, excuse me, trio, <laughs> and and Dead Bowie. See, he's yeah. Bad Horse, Dead Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Evil League of Evil. That those names that they came up with. You have Professor Normal, which I think is the guy that has like the, um, the stuff around his his jaw, the metal. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And then Dead Bowie is the guy that looks like David Bowie. Um, fake Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> right. <laughs> Snakebite, Fury Laka, and then Tie-Dye. See, it's, we could have had so much more of this. We could have had like a whole evil league of evil. I mean, this could be extended so many times. They could make, they could make a whole TV series out of it, really. <laughs> um, so it, there's so many things that are unexplored. Do you feel like... They- I know they wanted to do... Uh, are you frozen? I'm I know they wanted to do. Uh, there you are. There you are. Okay. <laughs> uh, they wanted to do a sequel. It was supposed to be in the works. <gasps> there was supposed to be a really sequel. Yeah, there. Re- it was. It was talked about, and um, they re- wrote a script and everything, and they were going to get everybody back, and then it just got pushed back, and people started getting committed to other projects, and then it just kind of disappeared. But um, there was a plan. Yeah. Right. Oh, that is. <laughs> horrible no pun intended horrible i know (laughs) but well i was watching this and obviously we talked about joss whedon's involvement in the mcu do you feel like mcu stole some ideas from (laughs) this movie this uh series movie what what would you what what would you call this is this a movie is this a series i would call it like, like a web series a web series do you feel like the MCU stole elements from this web series? <laughs> uh, when 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 they got to everyone's a hero, I was just like, "This is Spider Man. This is Spider Man Far From Home," where they're talking, <laughs> or even not MCU but Spider Verse, where everyone is Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if it was on purpose. It might just be because 
it's easy to kind of have those similarities in the genre and because you have the same kind of director maybe you know your mind just works similarly if it was anything stolen i think it was more unintentional than anything <laughs> would you go for the evil league of evil <laughs> like to be a part of it yeah i mean i'm not evil <laughs> I, think, I think it would be fun it sounds like a fun dress-up party. Maybe I can go to a nice dress-up party and be and play bad guy for a day. Uh. <laughs> so with the the bad guys in this, I'm not very versed in comic books, and I will be the first to admit that. I'm more I know stuff by watching it via movies and television, and then doing my own research on the side. So like. Wikipedia is my best friend when it comes sure. to a lot of this. But it felt like the Evil League of Evil were more characters that are come are in like the the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Where they're not necessarily have superpowers, but like something happened to them that like um like polka dot man in a way. <laughs> where he can make his polka dots do whatever. Yeah, just really useless kind of abilities <laughs> or you know yeah uh yeah, am I the only, but like am i the only one that felt that way about these characters is like captain hammer obviously has super strength right dr horrible invents things i guess he invent like, he's got the mind of a genius if you will mm-hmm. uh but like no genetically altered something or other <laughs> <laughs> right uh and then you literally have a horse as bad horse. i know like how, i mean I feel like he has like one of those like talk boxes or something because <laughs> like how does he communicate <laughs> i don't know maybe he's how, just a talk mr ed <laughs> how does he write letters yeah <laughs> he just sends his he sends his choir boys to cook to go deliver them <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so which part did you, which act did you like the best? I think I like act two the best. That's the one that has, starts with the... Um, My Eyes, the duet between Penny yeah. and Horrible. I mean, that's always great. Um, and you have the Brand New Day song. I love Brand New Day. Mm. Um, and, you know, and Penny's song is just really sweet. It really kind of gives you some context uh, about her and, and what, what she's doing in life. And, you know, she's just really comforting. Uh, just a good personality so i don't know i think that's my favorite one i i like act three because it, you know things go crazy but captain hammer starts to annoy me in that act <laughs> well he's supposed to that's his, I, I, right i guess that's his job <laughs> he's supposed to okay so in one of the commentaries not the commentaries in uh the making of special feature they asked the cast what superpower would you want so now i'm gonna ask you this kevin what superpower would you want to have it doesn't have obviously it doesn't have to be anything from dr horrible it could be something you've always wanted yeah mine is a duality thing i want aquakinesis and pyrokinesis i'm kind of an elementalist but i'm not the avatar (laughs) i i only i'm only fire and water kind of thing um I guess because I've always been really connected to those two elements. I like them both. I like that, how they're opposite, but they, they complement each other. It's just like a, a whole balanced thing. Uh, 
and that would be me. Like, yeah, that'd be me. And like, I actually in my book of shadows over there, I have like a uh, picture of me kind of as a character like that. <laughs> well, that's great because like those are elements that work against each other. Mm-hmm. So that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Picked that. Yeah. <laughs> um, for for me myself, I would want to be the avatar basically, but yeah. add. Uh, I have a I have a tattoo on my forearm that has all the all the five elements, including spirit. So somehow, if you can incorporate that spirit bending, there you go. Spirit bending that is totally an avatar thing. <laughs> I mean, he kind of did do that in uh, Ang did that in yeah. um, uh, the the spoiler, but like the show is however many years old. So it came out around this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two thousand five, I think it started, right? Yeah. He yeah. he did that with the Fire Lord, you know. He's spirit mm-hmm. bending. Exactly. Yeah. I know that you're into like the cosplay and into, uh, and you're you yourself are an actor though. Are you like into musical theater, or are you more into like dramatic acting plays? Plays, yeah. I definitely do musical theater. I was actually a major in musical theater for a while, so it, yeah, I like musicals a lot, and uh, I I've been in quite a few shows. Would you add any of the songs from here to your book? Uh, I I would probably do My Eyes and Freeze Ray and oh, there's so many things. Man's Gotta Do, Brand New Day, (laughs) all those. Um, Basically all horrible songs. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because like, I feel like I can pull off Captain Hammer, but I don't like his song as much. (laughs) Yeah, I... Man's Gotta Do for Captain Hammer, really, I think only works on film. I don't know how you would translate that to stage because, like, seeing him on top of the van, that's like the cool thing, you know? Right, right. Where, uh, again, as part of superhero movies these days, he causes, he, he creates the accident that he has to quote unquote save. <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's funny because I, I listened to your Cats episode. I'm like, I was in Cats. <laughs> I played, you were in Cats? I played Skimbleshanks. <gasps> <laughs> the movie? <laughs> I never saw the movie, actually. At least oh, Skimbleshanks. Yeah, I heard that they really liked that part. I'm like, oh, good. At least it's the part that I played. <laughs> Skimbleshanks tap dances in the movie. It's oh, glorious. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I have to, one of these days I'll get to watching it. That actually brings up a good point. In this web series, there's really not a lot of dancing at all. Or there's like choreography, but there's no like five, six, seven, eight, one, two, kick sure. in. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very, very nerdy, low key. Like, let's just sing pretty and, and have some scenes and awkwardness. <laughs> I'm, I mean, they also filmed it in like a week. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you only really see some sort of choreography is in Everyone's a Hero, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, where they all sway their arms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a treat to watch this because I don't know about you, but if I haven't seen anything in like over 10 years, I get a little scared where it's like, ooh, I know humor has changed and like, culture has changed Mm -hmm. there was nothing really wrong with this yeah (laughs) i mean captain hammer is a douchebag and he was always a douchebag and i mean if anything his douchiness just like rose a little higher than it was back in 2008 
Sure, right. <laughs> <laughs> Has more weight today. <laughs> right. And then, like, I forgot how much I really enjoyed Dr. Horrible slash Billy's progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Everything you ever, and the finale, that number, just, like, boggles my mind how how it was done because he's obviously like enjoying the fact that he he won and then it ends the last two two notes of the song it just ends with him like so depressed yeah <laughs> it's a crazy balance and i think that's part of that's something that just Whedon does he always has like a tragic element to that and i appreciate that i like that it makes you think it makes you feel even though you're surrounded by all this comedy you still have heart and that's very cool about this Where, um one of his brothers which one was it zach is the one that they credit for a lot of the comedic parts mm. like when captain hammer calls his ha- like says that he's gonna hammer <laughs> yeah like the, the hammer is my penis <laughs> okay so you were just going through Buffy, are you also going to do Angel, or are you just going right? Because through- this is the time the Angel starts, and I was I was debating that. I'm like, what do I do? I don't know. <laughs> so like in in Doctor Horrible, they were some of the writers from Buffy and Angel made appearances. Mm. Um, Marty Noxon, who's a name that you'll see a lot in the future episodes if you haven't like noticed her name already, and Drew Goddard play the news anchors. Okay. And that's actually them singing. Marty Noxon also is the singing voice in um, "Once More This Once More with Feeling" for the parking ticket. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's her actually, like on like that was filmed as on the screen, actress, but she did the voice. She did the voice for it. Okay. Um, Doug Petrie plays Professor Normal, and uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. <laughs> Oh, and Drew Goddard, I think, also played fake Thomas Jefferson. Um, <laughs> all right. I know, I, I know that they basically like called all their friends and were like, "You want to do this thing?" <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's how this was made, and it was, it was very, it felt very like very old school summer stock, where you know it's like I got a barn and I got some wood. Let's put up a show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you wanna you wanna like? bring up you want to mention before we get um, to sharps and flats i don't know i mean there's something i want to mention but i don't know if it would count as a sharper flat <laughs> well, we, can talk, we can talk about it now and then you can bring it up again later okay all right i, I wanted to comment on a man's gotta do because i really enjoy that song because it's like a blend of you got insecurity and ego and someone who's just grateful to be alive and having those all those elements in there really makes a really beautiful piece to me I'm surprised that they haven't like writ- written more musicals since this because the way that they write it is so ooh, I don't know I can't I can't put a word to it uh, it's that <laughs> it's just that good where it it does what it's supposed to do in traditional musical theater sense they propel the story forward and, and the plot forward but it's done just so this one specifically the every word has like a duality meaning to it because like going also going with my eyes um (laughs) obviously horrible is upset and he's like very jealous of penny and hammer and all that but he's talking about also like destroying the world at the same time (laughs) 
Yeah. And it's, it makes me think, you know, maybe he's been kind of bullied by Hammer so much that he, because he, he's, he's not an evil guy, which is the thing. He's not a bad guy. He just feels like maybe it's his only way to be noticed. His only way to have something for himself is to become this extreme, which is so crazy. <laughs> uh, you can tell that they made it with love from like respect of old school um marvel dc and other comic books where the characters are flawed and like maybe the bad guy isn't really a bad guy (laughs) i know on angel and uh, subsequently on buffy they were they wanted to to play with like what your sense of right and wrong is so like not every demon is evil not every human is good and this was just another example of that, where it's like, not every bad guy is bad, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, his his death ray doesn't work, really. <laughs> and he's not the one that fired it. You he's know. not the one, no, no. <laughs> it was more about situational. <laughs> there you go, you killed somebody. <sighs> <laughs> Fucking A-hammer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I, that was the one thing also i didn't really understand at the end he shoots he shoots the death ray it blows up obviously parts are impaled into penny but like what how does he feel pain does that did you understand that at all i don't because <laughs> i'm like he's really super strange where does this pain come from like maybe maybe oh I've, maybe it's because he his ego was hurt. He he felt like he got down. He's like, oh, mom, I like I feel like I was shown up, and this is this hurts my heart. Oh, because he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know about Penny until no. afterwards. I was like, yeah, it's just his ego that was hurt versus him, his body or his physical. Yeah, because then you see him in the therapist's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Nathan Fillion, I love you. <laughs> All right, well, why don't we get into Sharps and Flats, shall we? Sure. Sharp Flat. In this section, if we liked something, it's sharp. And if we hated it, or if we can fix it, it's flat. Uh, do you have any Sharps that you want to, like, bring up? I mean, <laughs> I already mentioned the, the... I mean, I do like the music, but I'm thinking, like, the comedy is... Really well. I like the writing of it. I like the jokes that were made. It's just the whole awkwardness of it. Uh, is that that's that's it's kind of like that Scott Pilgrim humor, and that I love that. It's always going to get me. It's always going to like resonate with me. And so that's that's a big one. <laughs> um, I wrote down the names of the other heroes and villains that are not seen. So like Johnny Snow. There was that. Oh, they. I forget his name. He's the one with like the pink uh, boxing gloves. Oh yeah, what is his name? It's like the pink puncher or something like that. <laughs> and just the fact that like he shows up randomly under moist, which by the way, moist. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find his name. Pink pummeler. Pink pummeler. <laughs> well, that's good. That's his name just like and then obviously the joke of the evil league of evil just like who they are um (laughs) i also loved uh or 
sharp uh Dr. Horrible's gi- giant oversized chair. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> Which I was just like, I need it. I need it now. It won't fit in my apartment. I don't care. I need it. Do you have any flats for this? It's weird because I there's not a lot that I see wrong with this because it is what it is. It's very quick. It's very easy. It's, it's very to the point. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the only thing I can maybe pick on is, you know, the, the Captain Hammer song a little bit and maybe just the fact that we don't have as much as we, we could have. Uh. <laughs> I wrote down that commentary the musical wasn't filmed. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's a, that's a flat. There you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just I was watching, <clears throat> I was watching the the series, and I was just like, I I can't find anything wrong. Like you said, I mean, they're they're quick, they're to the point. They cut out any and all fat really to it. Mm-hmm. Even so, they say where they're supposed to like catch you up. I <laughs> fucking love that number. I love it. Then, yeah. <laughs> then you're introduced to the groupies. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, watching commentary of the musical, I was just like, it would have been fun, like, to see them. I mean, it it's also fun that you don't see them because <laughs> they're obviously overacting um, a stereotype right. of themselves. Uh, would you add any of these songs to your life's playlist? <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, pretty much all of them, but. <laughs> <laughs> but my main standouts would probably be My Eyes and Brand New Day. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah. Because I, I feel like I've covered a bunch of them at some point. And when this first came out, I used to be like, do YouTube videos. And I used to cover them with people. We did duets and things <laughs> before TikTok, before all that crazy stuff. I wonder if I can find it. Uh, and so, like, I've sung a bunch of these before. <laughs> I actually just post, post my Instagram. I, I sang a song uh of your of my eyes on Instagram recently, just a snippet into my car because I was thinking about it. Uh. Oh, I'm so stealing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, slip, not even slipping. Yeah, slipping is great. I love slipping. I mean, yeah. I also wrote down the whole soundtrack. And I mean, every it's like everything. Like, I can't. Like, it's just so easy. You, to, you like, can't at all find a thing wrong with it. I mean. Yeah. They like like we keep saying they it's just to the point and the songs are great and even commentary is great because not only do they make commentary on the movie they make commentary on the film industry which is hilarious (laughs) the social aspects of everything yeah sometimes I ask my guests this uh and since you're an actor it'll work Let's say that there's a stage version of this. Sure. If you had an opportunity to cast yourself in any role, who would it be? <laughs> oh, man. It's hard. See, I asked you about cosplaying. Yeah. Because cosplaying, you don't have to sing and move, not really dance, mm-hmm. according right. to this subject. Um, but you, you, you know, you say the catchphrase and then, the, and then you're, you take the picture and you're done. Now... Now I'm asking you about yeah. If, if this stage show, you know what? I would probably be a new character. You'd be a new character. Okay. I'd probably, be, I'd probably be somebody like I'd probably be some kind of evil villain that's that's like trying to uh, kind of make up the ranks a little bit. Who's not? It's probably not like top tier villain, but someone who's just like a minor villain that is that's that's like oh I could be one of those henchman people that's like trying to like trying to find a place in the you know in there and 
they become friends with you know so okay so you're saying in this version obviously they're expanding it yes past the 45 minutes okay and they're making a henchman more of a a bigger character so they're you know they're kind of turning the henchman just like usually stands there doesn't say any lines but they're going to make him more of a character and you're going to hear see some of his story that'd be me (laughs) Ooh, i like this do you have um just spitballing here since we're <laughs> do you have a name in mind for your character oh my gosh i don't know i just thought of it right now so <laughs> um i think it'd be funny if your name would if the name would be henchman <laughs> yeah it would be <laughs> just just henchman and um uh, I'm hench henchman henchman yeah <laughs> henchman and, and it was funny because i from my uk friends because i have a lot of uk friends now hench is actually a slang term for buff stop so i'm like oh my gosh this is perfect so <laughs> all right so we'll just get you in a tight t-shirt and oh, yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> kevin we've come to the end of oh the my episode. gosh <laughs> i know it was so fast um i'm sorry i didn't make us sing any of it if you want I know. to know and now uh i don't know yeah oh <laughs> is there anything you want to plug promote talk about Sure. I mean, definitely follow my podcast. Words of the Witches is still a fairly new podcast, but I'm having so much fun with it. I have it set for the next three years, so I'm in it for the long haul. So go follow me there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Words of Witches. Uh, yeah, on- and that one, you're reading the books of Charmed? Yeah, I'm not reading them on the podcast. I mean, I'm reading- right. Yeah, but uh, we're summarizing the books, and I'm having guests on each episode, just much like this, and we just kind of take the narrative of the book and compare it to the plot, the narrative of the series and see how they can connect and see if there's any differences and things like that. So, so when do the books like start in terms of the series Uh, after they're throughout. So like the first, well, the first book is actually a novelization of the first episode. Oh, so there's yeah, two books are novelizations. And then like the second book takes place in season one. The third book takes place in season two. So they kind of just wherever. <laughs> do they? Do they? And uh, have you read them all already? Most of them, at least at one point in my life, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, do they answer questions of like what would happen? But what happened between episodes? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or like oh. some an episode that could have taken place between, you know, these couple episodes, and you know, yeah. There's one where like they, uh, you see like one of Patty's history, the mom's history. That's one of the adventures that she got into. So. All right. I'm going to be controversial. How do you feel about the reboot? I don't know her. <laughs> I haven't watched <laughs> I'm not going to. Okay. So I did watch Charmed back in the day, you know, the, mm-hmm. uh, the original. I did watch the reboot. I understand now why they rebooted it. It's just a little confusing at points, because mm. now now they're follow like like even back in the back in the original it was still a soap opera a fantastical soap opera. I'm sorry, but that's what it was. Buffy was even a fantastical right. soap opera. So yeah, um, but with the way that the CW is running their soap operas for teens these days, <laughs> is like a true soap opera. You know, where you think you're one type of, you you think you have one relation with this person and now it's like, 
revealed another twist and another twist and, an, and a third twist. And you're just like, wait, so you're not a sister, but you are a sister, but you're a blood sister. Who's who's related by who here? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Telling so, about over here. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then there are parallels to the original show. Uh, I won't force you to watch it because uh, I can't <laughs> tell you to do anything because you're your own adult. But I will highly suggest in terms of your charmed podcast life that you may maybe maybe look into it. <laughs> yeah. I fig- I figured I might anticipate my curiosity once it's canceled. I can't I can't I can't support it right now. <laughs> well, and then you are co-host of Hanging with the Hollowells. Yes, yes. And that, that one started on the same week that I started my podcast, I, I announced mine, and two days later, he asked me to be on this. So I, I got two out of nowhere. And but yeah, it's having a lot of fun. Me and Sean have really great chemistry, and we just joke around and we get real crazy, and it's it's a fun show. And we're that watching, one is the series, though, right? Yes, we're watching the series episode by episode. Uh, I've I'm like the charmed expert and he is watching every episode for the first time. So, you know. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> How is that going? Is he liking it? Is he understanding it? Yeah. Uh yeah. He enjoys it, but he likes this season quite a bit. But so what uh, season are you guys on? We're in season six. We just watched we just recorded uh season six, episode nine. So <laughs> which one was season six? That was the one where Phoebe had her short hair. And uh, she's an empath, and Chris comes, and this isn't when she's evil, is it? No, that was season four. End of season four. <laughs> that is season four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's, she... she's evil throughout a little bit, but you talking about when she's the queen of the underworld, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was season four. Because she was she was pregnant with the Antichrist or whatever. Uh huh. <laughs> Wasn't that also Paige's first season? Uh huh. <laughs> see, see i remember things i know yeah things. yeah when when did they have the school that starts later this season magic school okay that comes out in season six episode 14 the legend of sleepy hollowell you know i just happen to know that <laughs> wow you are an expert about hollowell yeah yeah it now is- why didn't they have a musical episode Did you feel like i was- wonder that all the time i i keep saying it like I should have had a musical episode and season seven would have been the time to do it i think because they had billy zane on there and he was amazing he he sang a little song uh in season seven episode 15 but they could have had a nice musical you know phoebe phoebe osamana was a pop star in japan so she can she can sing some things <laughs> i mean i i know they did what the what 90s wb used to do which was bring on artists like real recording artists to an episode for whatever reason. Buffy had the bronze, obviously with Hol- with uh, Hollywells. Yeah. <laughs> with Charmed, there was P3. Mm-hmm. So I know that they used to do that, but like make Holly Marie Combs sing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's she's one that never sang in the series. I know Rose McGowan sang a little bit, Alyssa Milano sang a little bit, but she never sang anything. So it would have been interesting. And as we know, you don't have to sing in the musical no. episode. No. Hello, hello, Allison Hannigan. I'm looking right. at you. Right. Right. <laughs> I love her in uh, How Much Your Mother, too. When they have her sing, she's like, <laughs> they gotta, oh, they stop her real quick. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and if you guys are also upset that there's no musical episode of Charmed, I mean, obviously, retroactively, it could be in the new season, new series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in my you- mind, I'm going to make one. I'm going to get it down. And I don't know. <laughs> but You're going to hunt down all the women and be like, we're going to do this. Yes. It could be just a Dr. Horrible thing, too. I don't care. <laughs> just do it something quick. It's going to be up. Uh, how many seasons were there? Nine? Eight. Eight. So it's going to be season comic books. <laughs> so it's going to be season nine, episode 0.05. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if you guys want, if you guys want to help Kevin write this musical episode with the original cast, uh, you can email me at buttasongpod at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at buttasongpod. You can write in your thoughts and feelings about Dr. Horrible. I forgot to ask if you wanted to like plug your own, your personal oh my, one. Yeah, you can, you can follow my Instagram at kgz87. That's K-J-E-E-Z-Y-8-7. It'll be in the show notes and I'll yeah. tag you and everything on yeah. that. It's, it's a very wide array of craziness that I do. So <laughs> you'll get all of me in there. <laughs> you'll see his cosplays. Kevin uh, Kevin did a series where like he had pictures of like obviously himself in in normal clothes. But then like the comic book character and then his rendition of it. So, oh, yeah, yeah. It's really fascinating. Um, I, I still like the Megara that you did mm-hmm. yeah personally <laughs> well good i had a lot of fun with that <laughs> L- little gender bending here and there mm-hmm. exactly um and if you listeners want to be part of next episode or want to like prepare for it we're going to be talking about riverdale chapter 51 big fun which is <laughs> riverdale's version of heathers oh oh yes <laughs> you shut up i love it <laughs> Dead girl walking, let's go. Dead girl walking. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm more about 17, the uh, oh, yeah. quartet. Okay. <laughs> they do. Uh, Kevin, this is great. Thank you so much for stopping by. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. If you need a guest host on yours, I'm available. <laughs> oh, yes. Saying. Oh, yes. It's we're, we're always willing for that, so that'd be great. I don't have the books, though, so that's the thing. It's okay. Well, it's, we can always do people... I can, you can just react to my summary of the book, too. You can just hear the story and then get your reactions on that. There's always options. <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'll be the annoying one asking all the questions. Yeah, yeah, that's just fine. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please also rate, re- subscribe, review, all those things. Do all, all the things. things. <laughs> all the things. Bye for now. Bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.